want to apologize, ladies and gentlemen, for that uh, technical delay that we had. But uh, we're back now. Kurt and I talked, and uh, he seems to have everything sorted out now. Kurt, what's going on, man? Can we hear you now? I hope so. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm very good. <laughs> we can hear him, Brandon. We can hear him. We 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 can. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't I don't know what was going on. Just <laughs> you you know what? <laughs> I'm just you know what? I'm just glad everything's if, if working. How y'all doing, fellas? Yeah, because I did everything I did before Ryan called me, and the shit wasn't working, but now it's working. You know what? I just compare this to like every time, like if you go to, if you go out to eat with a group of people, there's always that one person where they all the, the order is always wrong, and it's not their fault. It just always happens. It just don't never fail. He'll come out in what, the building. It just don't never fail. Done. So, folks, in case you don't know, we attempted to start at seven o five, and we had some technical difficulties like for no know. damn reason. Um, yeah, uh, it, you know, I told y'all, you get high quality shit when you listen to the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. Yeah, it's, 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 it's raw. That, we got that situated, and uh, we're, we're starting to show a little bit late tonight, but we're going to be talking about uh, the Elimination Chamber, giving our predictions for the show. Uh, we're going to be talking <laughs> about the unfortunate incident involving Billy Jack Haynes, uh, just a very, very brief update on some information from the Vince McMahon legal situation and a little offshoot of that, fellas. I kind of want to take a couple of minutes just to talk about some shit I'm seeing with Brock Lesnar, particularly fans of Brock. Um, it, it's just weird. Um, as as all of us know, Scott Demore was terminated from TNA, going to uh, – tell you who the new president is and what i think about it and i want i want to hear what you guys think as well but okay um then we're going to be going back 40 years once again we're going to be checking out mid-south wrestling from 1984 february 18th 1984 to be specific so while we're getting our you know intros on or whatever go ahead and pull up your uh your peacock app and you want to find season six Episode 7, I think this episode is going to be very good because we're going to see the debut of two legends. Um, so, with that being said, Kurt, how was your week, man? Everything was good. good Busy good. week as usual, but everything was good. Okay, alright. And uh, what about you, Brandon? How was uh, how was your week? Uh, it, well, I can't complain. Can't complain, you know, we, you know, so there was a lot, lot going on. Um, we had a, <clears throat> there was something just flying, there was some little bug that was just flying around on my grade level or whatever. So a lot of, you know, we was dealing with, you know, a lot of folks going in and out sick and everything like that, but we got through it and, um, just got back from Memphis, Tennessee, went to the Lorraine Motel to go see the site where Martin Luther King got assassinated yesterday. So I still haven't gotten any sleep, <laughs> but I'm here. But um yeah, it was a um it was an enlightening experience. Now it was one of them times, one of those rare times where I'm I you know, I actually went somewhere and and I was just like I was just staring at the hotel room and I was just like, damn, like this is where it really went down it. So but it was a very it was a very it was a cool little trip, you know, that we took yesterday. So, you know, I, overall we had a pretty good week, got the day off tomorrow and ready to rock and roll. Oh man, a day off. A Monday day off. Yeah. Long, long I, I'm gonna 
I'm going to attempt to sleep till 12 o'clock noon tomorrow. See what happens. <laughs> nothing wrong with that if you ain't got nothing to do. Man, I've, I've right. wanted to go up to the Lorraine Motel for years now. And, you know, I fucked around and, and now I can't drive. So I'm going to have to uh, head, up, head up that way with somebody. But uh, I've heard nothing but good things about it. That yeah. It's an amazing experience. Um, yeah. A very sad experience, obviously, because you're you're seeing where um, a great man was was struck down. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely want to go up there and check that out. I love history, yeah. so um, that's right up my alley. Anyway, yeah, this is one of the best. Um, I've been to a few civil rights museums, but that's one of the best ones I've ever been to. Okay, and yeah, I mean, it, it, I ain't gonna tell you no lie. Like you know, it it, it was heavy. Cause I, I, I just know I couldn't take my, I just couldn't take my eyes off of seeing that. Cause I, maybe it's cause it's the first time I've ever seen it up close. I, you know, all, all I know is pictures yeah. and I was just, I couldn't help. But before we walked in, I just couldn't help, but just look and just be like, damn, this is like where, this is where it all went down it. Man, so I tell you, yeah. uh, we went to, um, we went to the King Center here in Atlanta one year as a family and we're walking through the, the exhibits and everything. And I come to the part, I, I don't know if you guys have been there or not, or if you know what I'm talking about, if you have, but the part where they have the bus seat up against the wall. And above that is um, a portion of the letter from the Birmingham jail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. you know, I, I've, you know, as a kid, especially growing up in Atlanta, um, you know, I, I, I've heard about the letter. I've, I've read portions of the letter before, but something about reading that as a grown man with a biracial child, especially um, just reading that, I was standing there crying and my, my son walked up to me and wanted to know what's going on. And I was explain he was young at the time. So I'm explaining to him the, uh, the kind of shit that was going on back then and, and what that letter was all about and what it was saying. And it, it had a profound impact on me. Um, yeah. so, uh, yeah, I can just imagine what the Lorraine motel would feel like. Yeah, man, it was, it was pretty, if you're like really like in tune, you could feel like that, that, that spirit still live up there. It's eat there and you can feel it. And it was just, you know, it was, I just couldn't take my eyes off of it, man. I was just like, I said, I said this is where it really went down. And that's all I could say. And, um, but it, it was great exhibit. It was long, but it was just a great exhibit, great walkthrough. And, they had it. It's very well put together. It's very, very, it's very, very nice. Like anybody, everybody should go and check that exhibit out at least one time. Like, yeah, it was I'm, really nice. I'm definitely going. I've always yeah. wanted to go. And if I knew y'all were, if I knew that's what they were doing, you know, yesterday, I definitely would have went. But I, cause I, yeah, didn't know. yeah, I, I thought you knew, but no, no, you know what? Hey, we're going to Savannah next year. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, um, it was something else I was, about to say and it just I just lost it, but we can go ahead. You said you're going to Savannah next year? Yep. Okay. When you go down to, to Savannah, do what? I, I, there's um I forgot the name of that church, but we're going down to see we're going down to visit that church oh, next the, year. The first African Episcopalian church or something like that. Right. Man, um I didn't get a chance to tour it. Um when I went down there to do that, for whatever reason it was closed that day. But I was talking to a friend of mine that's been, and I think it's in the upper loft. You can see carvings in the old pews that people did. And he said it was it was like breathtaking to, to just feel that that historical energy in that building. 
Mm. Um, but on a lighter note, um, when you go down there, I think you'll appreciate this, Brandon. Kurt may as well, but um, there's a place down there called, oh, God damn it. Now I just lost the name of the place. It's a retro toy store. Um, I'll look it up and I'll send the information to you. Is it, My, is it on River Street? I, I don't know. I don't know what the okay. names of the streets are down there. But it's 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 on the strip where um like B and D burgers and, and all that stuff is on. But anyway, it's either between how about I say it's either between River Street or Abercorn, one of those. Okay. Yeah. Well my son my son went to SCAD for a little while. Um yeah. so I would go down there probably once a month or once every other month. Every time we would go down there, we had this spot we would hit to eat, and then we would go to this retro toy shop. And for for me and and for Kurt as well, it was like stepping back in time to my childhood. I mean, they had um, original Optimus Primes behind the glass case. Um, Stop playing. They, they've got uh, original He-Man action figures. Uh, I'm talking even stuff from, from the She-Ra line, like they had Hordak and his crew. It, it's really, really cool. And they got, for me, what was really cool, they got an entire wall of Funko Pops. <laughs> so all right let's get into some wrestling you guys um let's see we we talked about it in the uh in the pregame the month of february now maybe it's like this for a couple of other months but the month of february um has been pretty damn brutal to the wrestling community um especially the two days in particular um for those of you listening to the show what i did this week was just went in and, and looked at what happened um, this week in wrestling history. And there wasn't a whole lot going on. So uh, I looked at the dates, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the 17th, 18th, and 19th, and um, <laughs> found out that there are six wrestlers who've died, uh, five of those on the 18th and one on the 17th. Um, so on February 17th, 2007 mike awesome passed away then oh. in uh in 1993 on the 18th carrie von eric passed away and all the rest of these are on the 18th as well but in 95 hot stuff eddie gilbert passed away and eddie was only like 33 um he was my age yeah and damn. he had a heart attack so damn um and then in 2015, Big Daddy V, a.k.a. Viscera, a.k.a. Mabel, uh, he passed away. And hmm. uh, in 2017, the Russian bear Ivan Koloff passed away. And then um, I put 1918. I don't know why I put that. I think that's the year he was born. I, I, so I've messed up on the year, and I'm just now realizing it. But Freddie Blassie. Oh, oh no! He didn't pass away on the 18th. He was born on the 18th. I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little stupid, but you know it'll be all right. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, shit, I, I, I didn't even know that uh, all these people passed away on this day. I knew all of them were, had passed away. Um, damn, man, hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert. He was my. I didn't realize he was that young. He's. I'm yeah, 33 man. now, so he was my age when he passed away. Yeah, yeah. It's man, I always thought he was older than that. Nah, hot stuff was was pretty young, man. Uh, I mean, man. very young. He was, he was like, smart as. Go ahead, Kurt. 
He was smart as hell as far as wrestling goes as well. Yeah. I, I hear that a lot. That's why I always thought that he was a lot older. I thought he would have been closer to 40. And, but I didn't know he was 33. I'm 33. I, I thought he was like, too until I found out he, when he died. I thought he was a lot older as well. Damn. He, he, he had a, a knack for the wrestling business. He yes, he did. was very good. He managed a lot of good wrestlers. He had a lot of good storylines when he was involved with them. He did a lot. Yes. A lot. In, in a short amount of time, too. A short amount of time. Short um, amount of time. Hmm. Oh, speaking with talking about hot stuff, um, I started following Missy Hyatt on Instagram, and she's now doing DDPY. Um, I don't, I don't want to piss off DDP by calling it yoga, but it's yoga. Um, (laughs) But he's he's or she's doing that now. Um, I I will say that I still think she looks good. Obviously, it's not the the Missy Hyatt from the the mid '80s, hey. but she still. Hey man, I seen them old pictures of Missy Hyatt. Man, Missy Hyatt was fine. She was she she was fine. Yes, she, she was she was fine. I, I was like, you know, I ain't you know, I ain't, I ain't you know, but I, I was just shoot out of out Hey man, her age just caught up with her though, because she looks old as hell. Oh yeah, that, but that's that's from all that hard. I think that's from all that hard living though. I believe it. Who looks I think good? that's from all that hard living, but man, she was young, man. Like I, cause I saw the clips of her with Eddie Gilbert. I saw the clips of her. Did her and Eddie Gilbert having like an actual relationship or that was just TV? No, I they, think they, they were, were actually together for a while. Hey, well, but you know what? Married. Hey, man, that's a, 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 I, I can see why. Shit. <laughs> man, Missy Hyde was fine, boy. So, um, as, as everybody knows too, I assume everybody knows, um, Scott Demore was let go from TNA, um, and it it kind of shocked everybody, um, at, at least fans. But from what I'm reading and from what I saw, that Meltzer says that it wasn't as shocking to those within TNA. Um, maybe some of the the wrestlers, but not so much the executives for Anthem. Um, and there's no clear cut reason that I can find. Uh, of why he was let go, but there's speculation uh, from what Meltzer says that he was trying to he was trying to increase the budget for TNA, and <laughs> I guess I guess they weren't having that. Rather than just simply saying no, they fired the guy. Um, I think you're more to story than that. I, well, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, and there's been a lot of people online asking the question: Should Tony Khan hire him? Yes, he should. To do what? Absolutely. Yes, he. Oh, let me. Yeah, he should. But there, I want people in the internet wrestling community to understand something. I don't give a damn if <clears> he <throat> brings in the greatest wrestling mind ever. He's never going to let anybody take over the creative and booking of that show. So okay, let me I'm let ahead. me ask something. There's two things I want to add right now. Yeah. So number one, uh, Brandon, Missy Hyde and Eddie Gilbert were married for two years. They married in '87, got a divorce in '89. Huh. Second thing is, I was listening to um, Conan's show and they had Conrad Thompson on there, and Conan asked. Conrad, he was like, I know you're a big fan of AEW. What do you think is the problem on 
why the ratings are down and attendance is down. And he said, I write Tony Khan as a wrestling fan, and he books matches, not storylines. And I said, that's he hit it on the fucking head. Exactly. Yep. He's like, Tony books matches that he want to see, but it's no story to any of them. Yep. And he said, all of us as wrestling fans, we want to see a story, but Tony don't want he don't care about a story. He just want to book a bunch of matches. And he was like, when you look at the car, he, everybody's outlined on the car, so you can already know what's going to happen. So there's no story to anything. And I said, you know what? That's the most simplest way to explain it. And he, he's right. Absolutely, yes. He's absolutely yep. right. He's absolutely, absolutely right on everything. And that's why there's I call no it. story to anything. And that's why I call that place the land of the dream matches. Those and are the you, matches and you right. have. Those are the matches that you have. You have if you. I don't know if y'all played with wrestling action figures back in the day, but I had a little, I had a nice little collection once upon a time. Those are the matches that you will put together in your own dream fantasy land or on video games. And that's what he's doing because he. Ran and that's what he's game. doing right now. He ran this league pa- and he's booking like that's an e league. Because just this past Wednesday they had John Moxley and one to do some FTR wrestling. I'm like, for fucking what? Where'd this come from? Where'd this come from? Yeah, I, out of nowhere. Yep. I, I'm, All I'm, these tournaments out of nowhere, too. There's no rhyme or reason. But I'm like, I'm not going to waste my breath on AEW. I'm not talking about that. And, and you better get ready for another one, because I, I don't think that they're going to book Sting to lose in his final match. So the titles are going to be vacated, I would think. And, Absolutely. And then you're going to have another in tournament to crown yep. new tag team champions. Un- yep. Unless they put the bucks over, uh, I, I don't see that help happen. us all, but <laughs> what? Hmm. Hill Club says he's starting to hate the young bucks. Starting. Wow. What, the fuck? what took you so long? <laughs> right? Nah, he, had to, come, he so had to come long. listen. To, he had to come listen to us first. <laughs> And he so, knows that we make a lot of sense. So, Kurt, uh, I you you've been a, a part of a company when someone has has taken over, like a new company bought it out or whatever, right? Yes. Okay, Brandon, have you ever been a part of something like that? Yes. Okay, so you both know, like I do, that when they do that, the new top people come in or whatever, and they give you this rah rah speech, and it's. You know, uh, on you know, onward, upward sort of thing, and nothing but great things to say, right? There's there's nothing negative about why the company went out of business or got bought or whatever. But anyway, the reason I bring that up is uh, this new the new president of TNA, Anthony, and I hope I'm saying his name right, Cicione. Um, yeah. Okay. Um. He gave a, a statement to fight for, and I'm not going to read the whole statement because I don't want to take up, up the time, but basically that's what it was. And I know, I'll speak only for myself, and you guys tell me how, how you think. But when, when that happened to me, I'm just sitting there thinking like, yeah, whatever, bullshit. Yeah, whatever. Bull-. And that's how I felt reading his statement. Let, so let me tell you what this guy's background is. He is the... Uh, He's a well was the president of um, Anthem Entertainment, but he has more than thirty years of broadcasting or broadcast and digital media experience. Oversees all operations and financial performance 
of the entertainment group, which includes Access TV, HDNet Movies, Game TV, Game Plus, Fight Network, and Anthem Media Services. He is also responsible for broadcast and IT support for all Anthem operations. Ten years as VP of Programming and Production at the Score Television Network. Ten years as sports producer at Global Television Network. Various roles within Olympic Broadcast Services since 2010. Instructor and advisory board member at College of Sports Media. Now, you two, two, you two tell me what's missing from that. Wrestling. Nothing, nothing by wrestling. Exactly. He had, so I take that information with what he said and the rumors about Scott DeMore wanting to increase the budget and all that stuff. What I'm hearing is we're about to tighten down the, the, the pocketbook straps around here. And we're about to restructure and do some things different. And I think this is going in the opposite direction of what they were trying to do with bringing back the TNA name. Everybody had a good feeling about bringing back the TNA name. And based on what I've seen um, in the few things I've seen from TNA since then, they're doing pretty good. Yeah. And I I think this is from reading what he wrote and this experience here, this, this has Jim Hurd written all over it. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. That's the first person that absolutely. popped in my head. Absolutely. Because I listened to Jeff Jarrett, and Jeff Jarrett was like, you know, me and Scott are really good friends. And he said, when I heard that news, it blew my mind away. And then Kyron Rev was like, from my, my understanding that Scott was paying out of his own pocket yes. to keep CNA alive. <clears throat> because I, what I didn't know is Scott Demore is rich. Okay, I'm glad you I'm talking, about rich, rich, I'm talking about rich beyond rich. He, he huh. is not here for no money at all. And he's doing wrestling because he loved it, but he don't need it because he got his own business, he, his family business, and they are millionaires. Mm-hmm. Huh. Because he, and, yeah. and he was like, you know, he offered, he, we asked to buy TNA and they wouldn't sell it to him. And he was trying to increase the budget and that's why they got rid of it. Huh. Yeah, I, and, and so everybody look, was like, what are you doing? This guy basically kept y'all afloat all these years. Yes. And the only reason you're still around is because of him. And then you get rid of him because he's trying to increase the budget. So, in other words, they just didn't want to spend no money. They didn't want to spend no money. Essentially, yes. Um, and, they didn't want to spend no money. And to quote, to quote NWA, the more started this gangster shit, and it's the motherfucking thanks he gets. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's crazy because once I heard, I didn't know he was bankrolling out of his own. I pocket. didn't either. Neither did I. Once I heard that last week when I was listening to Jeff Jerry and Conrad podcast, I was like, "Damn, I didn't I didn't know that." But it all makes sense now because I was like, "Who is this guy, Scott Demore?" Just over the years, like he always been the focal point of you know Impact back when it was going to the TNA, mm-hmm. and it got better and better like as time went on. It got a lot better. Yeah. And those wrestlers, a lot of them stayed because of him. Yep. And once they found out he was gone, they were pissed. Oh, yeah. And the, ba- and the bad part about it is when that dude gave that, that uh, press conference or whatever, they were not allowed to ask any questions. It was like, I'm going to speak, and nobody can speak after me. So they know it's bullshit. Ask, nobody can ask me anything. I'm going to give my statement, and then that's the end of it. Y'all listen to what I got to say, 
And it's exactly it's bullshit. He, he know he know he, he know it's bullshit, and he know that the premise that they fired him on was bullshit. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to hire him back after a few months or a year. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked because like you 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 literally fired the man because you just didn't want to spend a couple of dollars to increase the production on the show to make the show better. Gonna, I think what's gonna happen is it is any wrestler that can get out of their contract and leave, they're gonna leave. Oh man, you know what? And I, and it, I see, I, I see them going to AEW or NWA because WWE. I don't think there's anybody on that roster that WWE wants. I can't. It, think that's just my either. opinion. So what I about, what about AEW, Moose? Hell no. Okay. Yeah, I don't think. Hell no. I don't think WWE would take him. I, I, just, I don't either. I really. I think AEW. I think AEW. I think AEW or Ring of Honor would take a lot of them, but WWE, no. Motor, motor the Hill Club said, machine. what about the Motor City Machine Guns? Too old. Yeah. Yeah. They're too old. I, I say that. But I, 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 I think they will fit in wonderful with AEW to go against the Bucks. I would love to see yes. that. Yeah. Even though I hate the Bucks, I would love to see it. Yeah. I would love to see it. Yeah. I think that's a perfect fit for them. I'll let you see WWE, no. Man, Motor City Machine Guns has been around a long time, yeah. boy. And, awesome. and I, I say they're too old, yeah. fully understanding that Randy Orton's there, that CM Punk is there, Rock is back. I, I, I understand that. But we're talking but about... I just, I just don't see a tag team in WWE that they can go against and match up with. That's, not, that's not, they're not, they're not, yeah, I, I don't, I don't either, because there's, there, there's not, in the, AEW, there's plenty of tag teams. You got the Young Bucks, you got, um, man, what's the other thing? Uh, FTR. Yeah, you got FTR. You got, you got the, the guns. You got the the guns. You got the brother tag team. I forgot their names, but the uh, Dante and some what's other Dante name? and Dwayne Martin. I think. Yeah, I forgot yeah. their name. Top yeah. flight. Top flight. Yeah. Top flight. It's just a lot of tag teams that they can go against AEW. And and AEW actually. Pushes tag teams now for everything yep, they, they do, do wrong. And on top, they do that right. <laughs> they do right. They and do. on top of that, there's not a um, there's not really a high flying tag team in the WWE right now. But well, the Usos don't exist anymore currently. Okay. But they was like the last one. So no, there's nobody that they there's nobody that they could go against that we it would actually be like a compelling match or storyline. Nobody. Yeah. WWE has historically not been kind to tag teams. Not at all. And I do want to say one thing because I don't know if I've mentioned this to get the one of you. Yeah. But um, I really hate, and I don't use the word hate a lot, but I really hate how WWE is handling the Usos. It's fucking terrible. How they handling Jimmy and Jay, I fucking hate it. It's fucking you, you hate what? I didn't quite hear that. How they handling the Usos with Jay oh, and yeah. Jimmy, I, I think it's fucking terrible. I, I terrible. agree. I agree. Although I'm, I'm, I'm okay with them being singles. I just think the way they're doing it, and I like Jay better than a, than I do Jimmy as a single. But even Jay, I think, is like it's like he's trying too hard. And they're making Jimmy look like a fucking idiot, and asshole, <laughs> like a comedy, like what the back, fuck? Always sitting back there, no, like he did it in the promo. Always sitting back there, cheesing, and just just cheesing. <laughs> they making him look. They yeah. make him look, yeah. look like our truth. I'm like, and I and I really despise how they do our truth. Yeah, our truth don't deserve none of that shit at all. No. So, um, that's a whole nother subject. 
Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens with TNA, man. I, I think, you know, me not being an executive in that company, me not knowing the inner workings, me not knowing business that like that, I don't know. But from the outside looking in with the very limited knowledge that I have, I think they made a big mistake. Bad decision. Sad. They better not hope that they made a bad I bet I bet they better hope that they don't realize they don't realize it before it's too late. Well, it's, it's, too late late well, it's too late now, but it's too late like now. you still got a chance. But uh, <laughs> I, I I think you need that guy on your team right there. They better yeah. hope like hell they don't have Jim Hur two point oh. <laughs> well, we'll see. So, exactly. so uh, moving right along, uh, some unfortunate news. Um, hearing about uh, what's what happened with Billy Jack Haynes, um, apparently shooting and, and killing his wife. Um, no, um, no motive, no reason that we know of yet. Um, I do know that, um, when they took him into custody, they transferred him to the hospital because apparently he had broken some ribs, uh, I guess before that or whatever. But, um, so last I read, he was in the hospital, but once he's released, they're taking him into custody and charging him with murder. Oh. Um, when you sent me that text. Brandon, I I was like, whoa! I, I he was talking some crazy mess here in these last few years, like all kind of sort of wrestling conspiracy theories, and yeah. he had a goofy looking haircut at that time. But it's like I never would have saw this coming. Never would have saw this coming. Um, and I think the wrestling media needs to be careful calling people former WWE star. And I, I that's know, how you get the looks. I, well, true. Well, yeah. So let, let me back up off of that. Then I know why they do it, but I mean, it just, it gives, in my opinion, undue negative press to WWE um, for people who don't follow wrestling. Now, you know, us and people like us, we know that that's not a reflection on WWE, but people that don't know wrestling, up, oh, look at those wrestlers. Always doing drugs and killing somebody. That's all they're thinking. So, um, but yeah, man, it's unfortunate. Um, I, 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 I don't know what to say. Um, it, 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 it's sad. It's tragic. And I, yeah, I don't know what to say. My thoughts and prayers are with her family and his Absolutely. family. Absolutely, yes. You know, that, that's all we can do right now. Yes. Um, we don't know what happened. and Yeah, I was. Time of time tell. Yeah, I mean, he was like, and when I say massive, I don't necessarily mean he was a huge name within wrestling. He was known, don't get me wrong, but when I say massive, he was jacked. Um, <laughs> And then you see him now, and it's like, whoa, that's that same dude? And I, you know, he was when I was growing up because I'm a little older than I'm a lot older than Brandon, a little older than you. But he was a huge star back in the day, huge star. And NWA, he was huge in Portland. He was a massive, massive star in Florida. He was a big, big wrestling star, big star. I mean, well, between me and you, there's only like two and a half years, but yeah, yeah. that's why I said I'm just a little older than you. Oh, oh, okay, but yeah, I mean. I, I was just never a big Billy Jack fan. Um, I saw him. I loved him. I loved him, especially <laughs> in Portland. I, you know, he was the man in Portland. 
He was the main. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. There was only um one clip, one match I've ever watched, man. It was I was floating through YouTube one day, just looking at some Ric Flair stuff or whatever, and um I remember seeing this name. I was like, oh, this look interesting. <clears throat> and I remember they he was in Portland and he came out to there was a Diana Ross song called I Want Muscles and that was his theme song. <laughs> And they played that song all the way to the ring. And I had never heard that Dan Ross song ever in my life. And so as a music fan, I said, let me go listen to the song. And I listened to the song and I was just like, well, that fit that guy right there. Cause he, you know, <laughs> apparently he just all, he all big and shit. And apparently it looked like all the women loved him. And so it was him and Ric Flair for the NWA world title in Portland. And they played, and they they played that Diana Ross song all the way to the ring. He was that but a spotlight, and I think he had on like a little, he had on that little Chippendales bow tie or some shit. Yep. Yeah, so that it was one starcade that it was him and Walt, him and Wild Daniel were the Florida um, United States Tag Team Champions, went against Ole and Iron for the National Tag Team Championship. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah. love y'all. Y'all love him as a tag. Him and, o, him and Wahoo, it was a good tag. Hmm. Well, and, and, and all that, the way, once again, it's one of them things, man, the way this been the end, this, this sucks. That, that sucks. Yeah. Absolutely. That sucks. Yes, That's it just, it's terrible. Yes, it does. It's terrible. Trying to find something. And moving on um, from that, staying in the, uh, I guess, legal world, of, of things going on in wrestling. Um, Rene Dupree is claiming that Vince McMahon uh, also made advances towards uh, Jackie Gator, uh, the former wife of Charlie Haas, and that she turned him down, and shortly thereafter, her career went to shit, and I don't know where he's coming with this stuff from or, you know, just, well, I know where and why, but it's just Rene Dupree of all people. I mean, for one, how would he know? But, uh, I do find it interesting that once, um, once Haas and Gata got married, when they returned from their honeymoon in 2005, I think that's when they were let go. So maybe Vince was big mad. I'll teach you to turn me down, motherfucker. God. <laughs> I just find all this hard to believe. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this right now. I would never condone anything that this man has been accused of right now. But I will say, I think a lot of, he's going to get a lot of accusations that he probably didn't do. But I will say, I think he'll hit on a lot of other women. That may not ever come forward Whoops. because they right. probably don't even want that attention or press. But I don't think Vince respected any anybody over the accusation he's been accused of, and that's just my opinion. Yeah, hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised really to hear anybody's name come up, any any female wrestler's name come up. And one of the things I wanted to talk about, kind of shooting off from that again. Brock Lesnar is not listed by name in this lawsuit. So 
it's really at this point still speculation that that's who it is. But I don't know of any other UFC champion uh, that they were trying to to bring in around this same time. I don't think Matt Riddle was even on their radar, and I don't think I don't see Vince confiding in, trusting in, and and chatting with Matt Riddle like that. Um, so it's just speculation right now. But the thing I want to talk about is um, I saw somebody, uh, one of those suggested uh, groups for me was Brock Lesnar fans. And the person wrote um, on the post that WWE is trying to remove everything about him from uh, WWE history. And I took a look at the comments. They can't do that. Well, and I don't think they will because the stuff that Chris Benoit did, stuff is still there. Like you may not be able to go to their their website and find it, but it, we know what happened and you can still watch the matches. Yeah. So, but I'm just watching, I'm, I'm rather I'm reading these comments and it's insane to me that, that people are like free Brock, free Brock. Brock didn't do anything wrong. This and that. Now, Again, it's all speculation at this point, but I don't think people were looking at things from a business perspective. If I own a publicly traded company and one of my biggest employees or best employees in this company is tied to something as heinous as this, we're going to have to part ways, sir. This is bad but for I, business. The, I, I, I think... Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, Brandon. And I, I'm I think a lot of, okay, basically the sentiment from a lot of the fans is that, look, it wasn't like Brock was going looking for this shit. Folks, was they were just sending them stuff or whatever, and he just kind of went along with it. You get what I'm saying? So I can see it from that side, but Ron, you're absolutely right. From a business standpoint, and that's one of your biggest stars, one of your like most recognizable yes. people, you have to do what you got to do. But at the same time, when it comes to the wrestling business, there's no way a star that big. Now, there's other guys, little guys. You can erase them and nobody will ever blink. But they, these guys that have contributed so much, there's no way you can fully erase them. You can take them off. It's just like, um, it's just like, remember when we was going through that period here in Georgia when they was trying to get rid of like all that stuff from the civil rights era and confederacy and all that. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, we're going to go ahead and get rid of the flag. All right, cool. You get rid of the flag, but a lot of the bullshit that was going on back then still exists today. It's not going anywhere. So it, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's like a double-edged sword. I'm like, you can't, you, you can't erase the man from wrestling history because he has too much intertwined in it. But I would agree, if you got to part ways with the guy and not put him on your payroll, then you do what you got to do. At least until everything blows over, because we've seen so many come and then go and then come back. And 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 I'm not, this is my last point, I'm not trying to compare crimes or anything, but I'm like, if anybody probably should have been erased completely, it might have, could have been, probably could have, should have been Chris Benoit. Because people died. In this particular instance, no one died. It's well, just you have you 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 have a person who went and violated basic human rights in a horrendous way. So, but so this is my thing. If I'm Rock Lesnar and anybody that's handling him, if he's innocent, he should have spoke up a long time ago. I agree. Being silent like this, you really. 
make you seem like you're guilty. Because if I know if I didn't because do anything, I'd have been like, I didn't do it. Fighting, fighting to clear my name every single day. Yep. Every single day. Yep. But just being silent like this and not saying anything, you make yourself be, seem guilty. Yep. All day. I would I, I would have been I would have been put out a statement and say I, I ain't had nothing first, to do the with first this. First day, the very I, first day. I ain't had I'm nothing like, hey, to do with this. I, I see my name is kind of being implemented in this. I had nothing to do with any of that. I'm innocent. I have no had no dealings with any of it. But the more you stay silent, the more you seem like you give. Right. Yeah. And and maybe that's the reason he hasn't spoken out because he can't say I wasn't a part of this. Um. And and that's just all. And even if even and didn't this just me? Even if I was guilty, I'm still gonna say I didn't do. It. <laughs> <laughs> I did not deny deny deny. I'm gonna deny your defense. I'm going to deny it to the end because I'm just not going to just stay silent because he, look, he looks very bad right now. Go pull the Michael Vick. Go pull the Michael Vick. I ain't fighting no dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and see, that, I was going to bring that up. And I'm, 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 the, the crimes are different, but it's no different than what happened to Michael Vick. People don't, people are like, why, why did the Falcons get rid of Vick? How the fuck do you expect them to hold on to that man? Doing what and he, all, all he had to do was just say Arthur Blank, yes, I did. That's all he had and, to say. And Arthur Blank had the stroke to protect had, that man all day. He wouldn't have had Michael Vick probably would have did. He would have did no jail time, no, no. nothing. Nah, I, so I don't just know so, about that. all he had to do was tell so him the truth. So okay, hold on. Did y'all remember when he went through the airport in Florida, had the canister with weed and yeah, whatever. I remember. Mm-hmm. And Arthur made Arthur Blaine made that shit go away the next right. day. Nobody ever he sure did. But that's, but that's nobody totally, else talked about. It. That's totally different than you going against the IRS. Remember, he, he didn't go to jail for fighting dogs. He went to jail over IRS charges or or he went racketeering up, or whatever. It, 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 it was racketeering, but it was it had to do with the dog. Had to do with the dog. I know that they didn't charge him with animal cruelty, as far as I know. They just charged him with racketeering. I thought they did. No, they did. They, they did. did charge him with animal cruelty. Hold on. Yeah, they sure dog. No, they sure did. That was the main. That was the main charge. No, it wasn't. Yeah. The main charge was racketeering. It was racketeering, but it had to do with dog fight. I, right. I know that. But I, I'm saying he didn't go to jail over dogfighting. He went to jail over racketeering. And I'm, maybe I'm splitting hairs. Yeah, what you I, are. What I'm saying is <laughs> I, I don't think even with Arthur Blank's millions that he would have been able to keep Vic out of jail. I do. I, I think he would have kept Vic out of jail, but I think the I NFL do. still would have suspended him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He the, NFL the NFL got to, they got to do their own investigation and everything. They would have, they would have suspended him because he had something to do with it. And it was his shit. Like, but he wouldn't have done. He wouldn't have. He would. He he wouldn't. He wouldn't have done no. He would have done no prison time, man. No, he would have went. He was the feds were after him, man. That nah. I don't. I don't. No, I disagree. If he if he had to do prison time, he wouldn't have done two years. All the thing he had to do, only literally the only thing that he had to do, he even admitted it. The only thing that he had to do was go and tell off blank the truth, like, hey, this is what happened. Because legitimately, he was doing some shit that he didn't really know what he was doing. And he didn't really know the magnitude of what it was he was doing because he grew up around it all his life. So, okay. All he had to do was just tell him that. And then, 
I think that situation would have came out totally different. I, I think the I end, think so. I think the end result is still the same, except for I think he would have been coming back to the Falcons. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that's football. I love those type of spirited conversations. <laughs> that's a, you know what, but that's a conversation here in Atlanta that would never. It as, never with die. our generation, it would never die because it's so many ways that that situation could have gone, and it is also for football fans. It's just Atlanta sports fans in general. Like that's like a sore spot in Atlanta history. Like that broke all our heart when that happened. So, because it, it just it was, it was it was just fucked up. We had a team that was good enough to go with, get out there and go win the Super Bowl and all that. You you and you had one of the most electrifying superstars in the history of Atlanta sports, besides probably Deion Sanders. And for it to have ended the way that it ended, man, it still leaves a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth. Yeah, but. And, and then to follow that up with you, you, you have the phenom that was Mike Vick. Then you follow that up with with uh, Matt Ryan, and it's like the folks don't. And I know you're an exception to the rule, at least in my opinion. Folks don't appreciate what the fuck they had with Matt Ryan. No, and they still, you know what? They appreciate it a lot more now, but a lot of them still don't. <laughs> Matt Ryan, look, Matt Ryan got on when during the Super Bowl week. And he was on a lot of pot. He even said it. He was like, fans don't, they didn't appreciate shit that I did, but he understood why. Because he was like, look, this is, I'm coming behind, like, I'm coming behind Michael Vick. Michael Vick's a god here. Coming behind Michael Vick and considering everything, like how everything went down or whatever, you know, that was just a tough spot to have that, you know, and, and, and it just, it was a hard act to follow. Oh, and unfortunately, because we like to be, you know, we, we we like to be entertained or whatever. Matt Ryan wasn't always as entertaining as Mike Vick. When Mike Vick took off running, it was the greatest shit on television. <laughs> and it was electrifying. But Matt Ryan is the total opposite. But at the same time, statistically, by the numbers and by win, winning seasons and everything, Matt Ryan is the best problem, one of the best things that ever happened to the Atlanta Falcons ever. Yeah, because we had I- never been... Besides that one year, we ain't never been that close to getting to a that, Super Bowl that with Mike Vick. Besides maybe don't one, maybe one or two years, that was it. We had we had at least four or five with Matt Ryan. That man, and we actually got close to winning the Super Bowl. Had a Hall of Fame career. Absolutely. I was about to say it got real quiet by, when I said. That. <laughs> no, absolute by the numbers, absolutely. Yeah, yes, he does. Absolutely. He now when I go will he will he go first ballot? No, Ooh. but Matt. Matt Ryan by the numbers. Matt Ryan has he, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback by the numbers. By the numbers. Let's let's get back to wrestling real quick. I we could we could probably talk about this for three more hours. We could. But but, <laughs> but rest or Hall of Fame. Matt. Yeah. They were talking Matt. about they were talking about people uh, Conrad and I can't remember who. Um, I think Tony Shalani. But anyway, they were talking about wrestlers you think should should go into the Hall of Fame. They said Lex Luger. Now, no. the sham that is the WWE Hall of Fame, we know it's bullshit. I hated it. I used to love it. I hate it now uh, because they put bullshit in. So, but looking at things as a legit Hall of Fame, do you think Lex Luger is a Hall of Fame wrestler? No. I I, agree. I think so. I agree. Yeah. I think so. What did he do? 
He was a world champ, former world champion, former United States champion, former tag team champion, multiple times. Bobby, I he's one of the most. He's one of the most recognizable figures in the um, late, you know, the late nineties scene or whatever. Bob, everybody knew him. He's in the NWO. He got a pretty, in my book. He got a pretty decent track record. Everybody know who Lex Luger. Everybody, everybody know who Lex Luger is. Everybody knows who Norman Smiley is. Did he move to? No, they don't. <laughs> Everybody do not know who Norman Smiley is. Did he? Did he move the needle in on anything? Um, when he won the world championship from Hulk Hogan, that was one of the highest rated nitros ever. And he lost it the next day. But that—that's WCW. He ain't booked that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I don't, I don't mean any disrespect to, to Lex Luger, but when I'm looking, I don't either. I just don't think he has a Hall of Fame career. I, I agree. I agree. I, I just don't. See oh, oh, he was a force. I gotta take a moment to pause this and say to Kurt because Kurt knows the person I'm referring to. Our, our one of our old Hooter partners told me that Scott Steiner is overrated. What? what? Yes. Yeah. That Scott Steiner mm-hmm. was overrated. Big Papa Pump. I'm not gonna play that. Big Papa Pump. He don't have no mice skills. He don't have no mice skills, but he's definitely not overrated at all. But that's, no. the, that's the beauty of him. Like I agree with you. The man can't cut a can't cut a promo to, to save his fucking life. But that's the beauty of Scott Hall's promo or Scott Steiner's Scott promos. Steiner. You I agree with that. Especially later in his career. <laughs> hey man, they, look, I wanted to see y'all that one where he was he got on there and started talking shit about Ric Flair. Was talking about you need to go. He said instead of you spending all your money on something, you need to go and take that money and go man. fix your crooked yellow teeth and all that shit and Yes. WCW sucks and your skin falling like a Sharpe puppy and all that, man. I think mean, they suspended they suspended him with pay for that. <laughs> yeah, he hated Ric Flair. He hated Ric Flair. Man. But anyway, um, but yeah, I just wanted to ask that real quick because uh, I, when Conrad brought that up the other day, both of them were saying. I heard it. I was like, yeah, they both of them said yeah, and I was like, no. Yeah, and they were both like, oh, yes, absolutely. Without question. I'm yeah, like, I was, wait I, a minute. I no. was like, no. I was like, no. <laughs> I said no. So, all right. So, what else we got here? Uh, Elimination Chamber is going to be saved for the end of the show. Um, I guess we covered everything else. Um, oh, well, well, one last thing. What's that? So, Hill Club is in the chat, and he said, if you want to talk about someone that should go in the Hall of Fame, so you think Art Anderson should go in as a single wrestler. Hell yeah! He, he I would definitely agree. I definitely fame. agree. I definitely yeah. agree a thousand percent. And he should a thousand percent. I put Arn Anderson in before I put Luger in all fucking day. And he should have. I would put Arn Anderson. He, shit, he he was the enfor- he was the enforcer, and he was legitimately the enforcer. Arn Anderson wasn't no joke. He should have been in a long time. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I I hope that he gets it. He needs to get his just due because he's one. He's one of those wrestlers that I feel like is very underrated. So I'm gonna tell you something else. I'm gonna tell you something else. And I I hope that now Vince is gone, and I don't like him at all. And I think he's a the stories I've heard. He's not a good human being at all. But Oli should be in the Hall of Fame as well. Who should? When Oli Anderson. Oli Anderson. When they did I the agree. four horsemen, but, but Oli you know should have. <laughs> 
I don't know why. Because he cuz he cuz Linda. He told he told Vince and Linda to go fuck themselves. Yeah. And I, I don't blame him on why, because they, they screwed him. Yes. They screwed him. And that's why but, that's why the Briscoes and him got heat too. Exactly, because they screwed him as well. Man. But only Oof. when the force went in, only should have been in with them. That's yeah, why they absolutely. put in that version with Barry Wyndham. Yeah. Which they Barry put in the original Barry, version. Barry should have been in as well, but Oli should have been in right along with him. That ain't going to happen. But I mean, I'm saying, I'm just saying now that Vince is gone, I hope Triple H look at the rational history because Oli should be in there and hopefully he go in before he dies. I, I just hope, I just hope as far as the, the it's a, is Bam Bam Bigelow in the Hall of Fame? I think so. I I, 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 thought, I thought he was. Yeah, he went in because his son did the induction speech. Okay, because I, I was wondering about it's a lot of guys that I'm like they need to be in demolition need to be in. I oh, hope that, and I, I hope and I pray to the good. Huh? I disagree with that. You don't think so, demolition should be in? Hell no. So I'm gonna say this: just based off of their WWE run, I think they should be in. Was I a fan of demolition? No, but just based off the WWE run they had, I think they should go in. Yeah, I, that, that, that my sentiment is exactly. They had a hell of a run. Yeah, the, yeah. They had a hell of a run. I wasn't a fan, but just based off of the run they had in WWE, I think that should be in. Right. And that, one, my one last request. I just hope that one day they could, um, and I don't know if this will ever happen in this lifetime, but I just hope that one day they could, like Triple H, they could go and, and get with Martha Hart, they squash it, and get Owen Hart in there. I feel like Owen Hart needs to be in there. I really do. Okay, Hill Club is right. Hill Club is right. Bam Bam's not in the in the hole. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Bam Bam is yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow is not in. That's a travesty that he is not in by now. And they took too long. That pissed me off when they 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 pissed me off how they did Vader. Mm Mm-hmm. They waited until a couple years after he passed away before they finally put him in. So I'm just hoping Triple H to correct some of these wrongs that Vince did. I I agree. Make it up. Make it make it a legitimate. Make it right. right. Make it a legitimate Hall of Fame. Get the guys in there that more than deserve to be in there. And it's too late to make it legitimate. It's too late to make it legitimate because Coco Beware is in the fucking Hall of Fame. So it's too late. I agree. That was twenty years ago, man. (laughs) But he's in. He's in. So it's too late to make it. Oh my god. Yeah. I I agree with both of you, um, but I don't think it will change because I do. I really do. WWE being a publicly traded company, that Hall of Fame became a PR thing. It's it's no longer about what it should be about. But I think so. This I I hear you, but I disagree because I think Triple H just he loves wrestling, and I think he's gonna try to put his his own thumbprint on it to be like you know I did this when I was in charge or when I had reign, and I think he's gonna try to make things. The way he know it should be. Yeah, that's just that's just me. Yeah, and, and, I, just, and I hope you're right, yeah. Kurt. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm not arguing against it. I, I definitely hope you're right. I just think that that they are too deep into PR mode, if that makes any but sense. What would, but what would, but what would it hurt? I, out of everybody we name, and they put him in the Hall of Fame, would it hurt anything? I, I say no. 
But okay. I think it'll be a it will be a ceremony it will be a ceremony that is worth watching. And I, I, I agree. To see Bam Bam on Heart Demolition, um, I don't. I don't I, I, I'm still I trying. Well, I, I kind of understand why Sable's not in. She definitely ain't getting in Sable now. Don't but deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she definitely she ain't getting in. Oh, um, but, but I don't. I'm like, think wow, but Owen Hart go in. Yeah, that's why I say. I said not this lifetime. Especially with what's just come out with Vince. That don't. That only yeah, that, makes her uh, hate him more. Yeah. Oh man! I, and I, but that and I ain't got that, that. That Vince and this stuff with women ain't got nothing to do with. But I think this is my thing. I think Owen never went in in the Hall of Fame because of the family. I don't think the family wanted him in. I think no. They, they, they've been trying. They've been trying to get him in for years. Like, yeah, they yeah, they, they, I, they've been trying to get him in like, for years. His wife was like, "No, y'all not finna make y'all not finna make money off my husband's name that's because y'all saying. killed I think him." The family is like, "No." I think they wanted to put him in, but the wife is like, "No." Hill, Hill Club, can you bring, can you bring mom up to speed? We're arguing about the people who should. We're not arguing. We're just having a, a heated discussion about who should be and shouldn't be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, but the yeah. natural disaster. Fuck hell no. The natural no, hell no. Hey, fuck, hell no. <laughs> say, say that again? I missed that. The natural disasters. Oh, God, no. No, no, I, think, no. no I think Jimmy Hart's in, Hill Club. Now, I, I will say this. Once I found out about John Tenta's history with Sumo, I was impressed by him. I, I don't like him as a wrestler. The gimmicks were horrible. Every one terrible. of them. Every Fucking one terrible. of them. Every last one. Terrible. But I like this. I like the same music, though. I've watched some stuff in his sumo, and that, he was good at sumo. Um, but yeah, no natural disasters. Hell no. Hey, y'all want to know something funny? What's that? When I was a security guard, um, back in the day, we used to have um ringtones. When I was a security guard, earthquakes uh theme song was my ringtone. <laughs> Hey, boom, you know, you know boom, last week boom, y'all told me boom. not to ever tell that story again. You need not to ever tell anybody. No, nah, I did it as a jo- I did it as a joke because they used to say I used to sound like King Kong coming oh, down the hallway. Okay. So it. I did it as a joke. So I'd be walking down the hallway sometimes and my phone would start ringing and it'd go boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Folks come out the room like, what the hell is that? I would be sitting over there laughing. I can't say shit because I had back then playing on my as my ringtone for the fucking longest. Oh my, run! Yes. Hey man, look, I ain't well, afraid to make fun of myself and, and and spill my tea. Shit. Hey man, you know what? For a lot of those guys, that's our story. <laughs> but back, move right along. Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot there, all upon That's a, God Almighty. That's a whole nother, <laughs> That's a whole other podcast in itself, okay. boy. So yeah, we we we're gonna revisit this this Hall of Fame stuff because WrestleMania is coming up. We're gonna find out who's going in. And we're going to do, I, I propose this, gentlemen, I just hit my mic. I propose this. We do an entire fucking show. Once we find out who's, who everyone is going in, we do an entire show on the Hall of Fame. I'm down. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm down. down, too. Cool. I'm ready to get pissed off. I, I, so I, am I. I think that could cover a whole two-hour show based on the way we just reacted to everything. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to get pissed off already. But I wonder when they're going to start doing, I wonder when they're going to start doing the Hall of Fame announcements. They would have. They would have did the headline. Well, I guess they're gonna wait till after the elimination chamber. I guess. I guess. So, because usually we probably would have got the hit. We would have got the headliner by now. Thank you. I for thought they did. We appreciate that. All right, we're gonna I jump like, into. 
We're going to jump like, into watching, uh, say what, Brandon? Mama Bear name. Oh, I like the Mama Bear name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump into watching Mid South. If you uh, if you have Peacock, uh, go into Peacock, pull up the WWE Network, which is going away, y'all. I didn't think it was going away. I thought it was oh, just migrating over. It's one of the worst. It is going away. One of the worst travesties. So basically, we wait a minute. The network itself or the Peacock version too? The network. The 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 whole thing. So the peak, the peacock version is going too. Yeah, yeah. So that means that we'll never be able to go, no, and pull up no. all of this no, stuff. You might have to go on YouTube me, if, it's, if it's available. It's over. Yes, yes, and no, Brandon. Yes, you'll be able to go in and see like pay per views with Austin and all of them. Here's the thing I don't understand: they say that nobody watches the old stuff on here, Bullshit. and that's why they want to get. That's why they're getting rid of it. I, that's a wasted thing for me because they own all of this footage. So if Absolutely. they don't put it out, who can? So yes and no. I guess they're going to go back. I, I, you know what? They, I guess they're going to go back to um throwing compilation. Well, oh, nobody watches DVDs anymore, but they like, I don't know. I, I, I'm just they, like, man. If they brought the network back and just say, hey, Nine ninety nine a month, ten ninety nine a month. I'll I'll pay for it. Absolutely, as absolutely. A stand, as a standalone I'll pay for streaming it. Do you know? Yes. Do you just, know how many weekends I spent? Do you know how many weekends I spent watching this network when I ain't had shit else to do? The weather was bad. I ain't had no money. Oh, you know, I ain't had no money to get up and go nowhere. And but I, I had I had the WWE Network and beer, and I can sit here and enjoy this shit all day for two three days straight sometimes. But see, here, here's the thing, Hill Club. I, I, I hear what you're saying, that Daily Motion has um, uh, old wrestling shows too. But the thing is, if they show, all right, we're about to watch Mid-South, right? If that website shows this show on their site, WWE owns the rights that they can shut it down. Yep. And they do. I posted a clip of a match, and they pulled my shit down. So man, and and that's that's why I hope, like Kurt said, if they offer this, even if it's just the old stuff, if you offer it as a standalone streaming service just for the library, I would pay for that because I so would be able to go back and watch some old shit like we're about to do, and we need to jump on it because we went hour and two minutes in. Yeah, but my last my last point is, I'm like, how would you expect for somebody? Don't nobody can't nobody just sit and just watch this shit all day every day. So it should be able to be available to those of us hardcore wrestling fans who want to, you know, we have just a day when we're not doing anything or even for like the purposes of this podcast. Like just having a, you know, but I agree. I agree a hundred percent. But word, word that I've heard is the network is going away when they move over to Netflix. Now, does that mean they're going to offer something different on Netflix? Because if, if y'all have noticed, there's already the Ric Flair, WWE Ric Flair documentary. It's already on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. So who knows, man? I, I hope they do something because I don't want to lose all this old stuff that I grew up with. And Hill Club's right. We can still find it on YouTube and other websites. The The problem with that is, WWE has a long history of people just scouring the internet to see who's got their videos up 
and we'll take them down. So, but mm. anyway, by this time That's you shocking. should have your peacock out and uh, pause. <laughs> we're going to be watching season. <laughs> two. I'm not even going to acknowledge that. <laughs> we're going to be watching season six, episode seven. And uh, what I'm going to do is uh, count us down like I did last week. On the, on three, we'll, we'll hit play. Um, so this episode is going to feature the territory debut of a couple of individuals that I think we all know a little, a little bit, a little bit better. So, all right, if everybody's ready, Hill Club, you ready? Joseph, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. All right, Hill Club, yeah. ready? All right. One, two, three. Uh-oh. I'll tell you how much of that. Say what? I, I hope y'all ain't on the commercial. Oh, yeah. Yes, fuck it is on the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I just paused mine in. I got the commercial thing out the way. <laughs> this app fucking sucks. I don't, know, I don't know if y'all can hear my remote in the background, but I've been having the... Uh, Keep my TV from going to sleep. That's what I've been doing, but I didn't know I had a fucking commercial. Yeah. It always in the beginning, so I just got it on that the way in. Uh, I hate you. We winded it back to the beginning and just paused it. All okay, right, y'all ready? On. I'm on. You ready? Okay, let's go. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That's my time count. But I got everybody. I love me. Oh, I, I knew I knew Kurt this. was gonna have a wet dream over this. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think it's Ted Daphne. Miss Wrestling, too. Junkyard Dog. Mid-South Wrestling. Kamala. Those were state-of-the-art graphics back in 84, folks. <laughs> yeah, ain't bad looking. Look at Jim Ross. He's one of the Samoans. Okay, where the fuck am I from? Where y'all Damn it, man. Okay, what do y'all see right now? Because I'm on Jim Ross and Boyd Pierce. I'm not on Jim Ross. My my time count is one minute, four, five, six. I'm on, I'm on 136. I'm on five. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me get to 136. All right. I'm going I'm to count right. it. When I get close to 136, I'll start counting it off. That was before Jim Ross. By God, days. Yeah. All right. I'm at 130, 31, 32. Right. I just paused it at 136. 34, 35, 36. Okay, let's go. 136. All right. Jim Ross and Boyd Pierce. Look at them headsets. Boy. 19, 19. It don't top you know that. What? You're right. It, that's it does not top that. That is weird. <laughs> yeah, Joey Styles had that headset from that uh from that 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 that, 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 that channel news chopper. Do the traffic and stuff. But look at Jim Ross here. Look at that swoop. You see that swoop over? <laughs> look at that swoop. Best swoop in the business. How much? I wonder how much how much Moosey put on that. That's a that's a good ass question. And then look at the hand. Look at the look hand. At, 
tournament. I can't read none of that shit. Drawn tournament. I can't read none. All the name I see. Okay, there we go. That's better. Nature Boy, Buddy Landell, Terry Taylor, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Massa Ito, Junkyard Dog, Nikolai Vokal, Hacksaw Reed. I guess that's Butch Reed. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I I seen the old stuff of Butch Reed. I liked him, man. Hey, man, you know know Butch Butch Reed made Netflix. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. He's over in Florida, too. He's over in Florida, too. I like I like Buck Reed, man. Bro, you have got to go back. He don't know what the hell we're talking. About. He don't. He don't. He don't. We gonna we gonna get him up to speed though. What? The, it, it's, an, it's an inside joke. We Tom get Lentz and Jerry Gray. Who is Tom Lentz and Jerry Gray? Job. I think I I think I could have read in between the lines on that one. What? No, no. That, it's, that it's, inside joke y'all just had. No, it's it's, it's yeah. really not. We'll explain it. We'll explain it. Okay. Look, look at Madam C and wrestling too. And look at them old ass belts they got. They're like toys. The belts look like toys. They're like one of the wrestling yeah. belts you get out of Walmart. Mm-hmm. Out the box. Madam C about to explode a year later. One year later, you about to explode. I never understood the appeal of Mr. Wrestling too, because he just liked the slouch for them. I, I liked him as a kid, but I, I th- and I think that's got a lot to do with the hype I heard from older people. I just never got. It. But I'm with you, yeah, Mr. Rip. And I Mr. Wrestling got on. Mr. Wrestling got on those Joe Gacy waist highs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lord help him if he shit himself in the ring. Yeah, I'll be in. Re- you know what, man? I'd be scared to wear white in the ring. Damn right. <laughs> I'd be scared to death. I'll be one of them wrestlers. I just wear nothing but black. <laughs> or brown. Shit. I have, a bad, yeah. I have a bad case of the shits one night and you throw me into the ropes. All over the place. Having Rick Flair when he wrestled Rick Steamboat. <laughs> and he had, on pink, he had on pink tights. <laughs> yes, Damn. Damn. Yeah. And, he, and he still wrestled the whole and he shit on his Damn. Damn. With shit in his pants. And he hey, still man. wrestled the whole match for an hour. <laughs> With shit in his pants. Yeah, for an hour. God almighty. I bet you, man, I bet you that burned. Oh my God. Here's another. I bet you stunk (laughs) and it burned. Here's a crazy ass story. Have you ever heard about Tommy Young putting uh, Nikita Koloff's dick back in his trunks? Yeah. No. It's on TV. It's on camera. You can watch it on the network. Yeah. Well, well, I take that back. You may not be able to find it on the network because of what it is, but you can find it online. No, you can find that. They'll show it. They put him right in. He goes and he goes in, <laughs> and tucks it back in for him. Yep. So I guess Tommy. Oh, Tommy Young. <laughs> I miss that man. God, I miss that. Oh my God! I wish I could hurt Storm that night. Tommy Young. Like, yeah, I, I did it, but hey, man, it was be- hey, it was best for business, dog. Hey, hey man, yeah, hey, do yeah. what I had to do. Just, just. Oh, speaking of which, um. I, I just decided to, I've never watched DDT wrestling. So I decided when I got on YouTube last night to look up DDT wrestling. Just by happenstance, the match I found, a dude gets another wrestler in a triangle choke and takes his trunks off. What? Yes. 
takes them off. Takes them off. Why? I, your guess is as good as mine on that. So basically, he was in the ring, ass naked. Yes. Now oh, the, wow. the dudes, the other wrestler's face was covering his crotch. Like he, there, there's no way he didn't have dick on his face. Oh my god! And I'm like, what? Indeed. Billy to Billy. That's a damn good belly to belly suplex, boy. And uh, and two is one of the few wrestlers that don't wear knee pads in this era. Damn waist, damn waist ass. I don't know, but I love Jim Ross back here. Feel like they call why? Why? Why I feel like they call a football game? Because that's what it looks like. It's the presentation. They call it. They they call it. It's like they call it college football. Like they call him a damn. Oh, they call it. They call it. Hey, hey, that's what Barry Switzer was back in Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looked like. <laughs> oh my god! They need to let Jim Ross call one Oklahoma Sooners game before it's all hey, said and done. I think Jim let Ross him do one. I think Jim Ross' best work to me was back here and when he was in NWA in '89, '90 when he was rest covering uh, Sting and Ric Flair. I think that's his best work to me. Yeah. The cowboy. Look, look at Junkyard Dog. Before he went to uh, WWF. Now there's a svelte JYD before he before he became what they call the junk food dog. Well, you know why? Start making yeah. all that money. Making all that money, he was on that shit too. Yeah. Start making all that money. Yeah. Now I I've got a guy that I used to work with. He's older than than me and you, Kurt. But he tells me the story that back in the days when Georgia Championship Wrestling was big, JYD drove by his, I guess, neighborhood or whatever, into his neighborhood or whatever. Um, he whistled, and my homie Mike ran over there, and he was like, you know who I am? Yeah, I know who you are. He was excited to meet him. Take this money, run in the house, get my package. He had a complete stranger go get his dope for him. Allegedly. I believe it. I believe it. Back then. Oh, yeah. I can definitely, definitely believe it. it. Especially in so that know part of Atlanta. Hell yeah. Yeah, you know where we grew up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I never realized that, that Bill Watts was that tall. I don't know why, but I didn't. I did. You'd be a wrestler. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew he wasn't short. Damn it, man. I love this shit. Best. I miss the good days. So just think how big miss I was back in the day. I lived in Michigan in this time. And this was on this was on TV, not cable TV, because we didn't have cable. This was on regular TV in Michigan back in the day. Damn it, man. I didn't know yeah. that. Yes, man. That's how big Mid-South was back in the 80s. Damn it, man. And 
Mr. Wrestling too, who was never really a good promo either. He just no. he always I, I, like I don't understand the appeal behind him. I I tell you what I do miss as as a young kid those type of masks right there, I loved them. Not necessarily the white and the black, but just the way the 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 eyes and the nose are cut out instead of so what the nose being under the mask. And what what Brandon said it is a good point of what I miss about wrestling. He says it looks like they're calling a football game because they're treating this shit as a sport. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm watching the water boy. <laughs> you can do it. Mm-hmm. They had um they had uh they had uh <laughs> they had the commentators uh Dan Fouts and um what was the other guy he used to call uh Football all the time before he retired. I, I can't be on seat. Oh man, uh, Brent Musburger. And they had them up there calling, yeah. <laughs> calling the Mud Dogs games. That's what they remind me of. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's my hey man. That's 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 my movie right there. Hey man, these commercials fucking suck. <laughs> these commercials suck. A fucking minute every time. <laughs> That's some quality eat the wall. <laughs> Hill Club. That's, now that's some quality eat the wall. That's my move. That's my movie. Yeah, that's I love that movie. What movie? Uh, the Water Boy. Oh, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's one of my favorite movies. Uh, the first time I've ever seen it was actually at Lee House when Granddaddy was still alive. Everybody was, it's like, we had about a hundred folks in that house that day. <laughs> and we went back in the, uh, we went back in the, in, 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 in the room and, yeah, that's the first time I've ever seen that movie, man. That that movie is fucking hilarious. Captain Insane. Man, I'm going to tell you something. The first time I went to your grandfather's house, we drove up there on Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Me, your sister, Carlisa, Erica, Chris, my old white Honda, that whole white probe I had. Oh, oh, yeah, I remember that car. I used to love that car. Right, I loved it, too. I'm going to buy me another one. Yeah. Keep it. But we drove over there. Your grandfather didn't have a microwave. And there by they cooked Thanksgiving. And when I tell you that's some of the best food I've had that wasn't heated up. Yeah. I'm talking about I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I think that's what that that's why sometimes and I, I ain't trying to be funny or nothing, but sometimes like if you if you cook food right, you ain't even got to warm it up. And sometimes right, it tastes man. better the second day. That's some of the best food I've had. And I didn't, wasn't put in the microwave. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Like spending, hey, spending summers down there was the best. But st- it'll be by, I promise you, it'll be by 50, it'll be by 50, 60 black folks sitting in that house. And I'm like, I don't know how we all, to this day, I'm like, how do we all fit in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do we I all know. fit in here? But it, I mean, it, it was cool, man. But good time, good times at that. Very I'm good times, man. I yeah, I, I miss those days. But then we, we got Matt and Ta back on the screen with Mister Wrestling High Waist Pants Number Two. Yeah. High Waist Pants Number Two. The excuse me, not not High Waist, the Waist Highs. Excuse <laughs> me, Waist Highs. He has no belly button. <laughs> the waist highs. Look how bad he said looking at wrestling. 
Oh, Woody, I'm, I'm just seeing him. I'm just, I'm just, what, what my ex-girlfriend used to say, I'm, I just smile and nod. I just smile and nod. I just act like I know what's going on. <laughs> well, either I don't know or I don't care. <laughs> yeah. this, this, this is the start of them about to break up right here. But what they arguing for? They just want a match. Because wrestling too is telling. So they gave Madden T a title shot, and Wrestling 2 saying he's not ready. Mm. And then Wrestling 2 saying, I can beat him any day. Well, I'm just like, okay, they gave me a title shot. So what you want me to do, say no? Of course I'm going to say yes, a damn title shot. <laughs> turn your volume. Turn your volume up. Uh-oh. I remember uh, Cornette telling the story about having to, to – Whoop two with a belt, and two told him stop playing. Yes, because it was a strap match or something like that, and um, he made a mistake, and the belt wrapped around and caught two in the ribs, and he said two beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> they did all kind of crazy shit in mid south, man. The, yeah, the the uh. Jimmy Hart and a no, it was Jim Cornette in the in the big baby diaper and, and bottle. <laughs> they li- they would literally tar and feather people. <laughs> we joined the match in progress. Well, these drivers back in the day look terrible. <laughs> my man got the Lakers got the Lakers colors on them Kool-Aid so this is, hey, y'all see the Kool-Aid y'all see the Kool-Aid socks man what kind of haircut is that mm-hmm. what what kind of haircut does he have on damn look at that high knee them Kool-Aid's on <laughs> you know, the Midnight Express right there oh Bill Look at Bobby. Look at Bobby. Young Bobby. Damn it, man. Look at Jim Cornette. What that damn polyester ass soup? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette was um 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 uh, who, 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 who's my guy from uh, TNT? Who was my guy from TNT? He passed away. Y'all see um, the referee is right here? Is that Tim Patrick? That's Pee Wee Anderson. Pee Wee Anderson from uh, WCW, oh, right? Damn, I never would have known that had you not told me, Kurt. I see it. Well, I, I said Tim Patrick. It's Nick Patrick. Look at JYD with that leather jacket on. Looking like a bad motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Damn young ass. Bobby Eaton before the blonde hair. Yep. And got uh Jim Cornette was the originator of the Craig Sager suits. All day. All <laughs> That's what I'm trying to I, I couldn't remember his name. I'm like Craig Sager. Yeah. He's the uh, Jim Cornette was the originator. Yeah. You go back to Mid South at NWA, you were like, what the fuck you do you have on? Man. All them loud ass jackets and pants he had on. Look, look at, look at, look at Jay White. 
Boy. Got his gold chain out. Gold chain. Hey, man, look, that one dude. The, the if I was fro, going to go, if I was fro. trying to go get me. Look, he got the fro with the leather jacket on. He got his gold rings on. He got his pinky ring on. He got his watch <laughs> on. Look at that. Like old the, look look like at old the, the hair and the beard. Yeah. That big ass head. <laughs> so, if I was trying to catch me a lick. <laughs> If I was trying to, hey man, look, if I was trying to catch me a lick and I see him in the car, hey man, you got it, dog. I, hey man, my bad. I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> Tonight ain't my night. And he was a damn god in that territory, man. Oh my god. Look at, look at him. He got rings on all on both his pinkies and his forefinger. He got his gold watch on. He got his gold chain on. Cause he did a, he got, got that members he got only his, he jacket got his, on. He got his members only jacket on. Right, members only jacket on. <laughs> Brandon, are, you, are you old enough to remember the members only? Members jacket only. On? No. I, hey I, man, I, I, listen. I know about. I know about them. I know about them. But by the time I came along, they were not. Let they were me not tell you anymore. something, sir. Let me tell you something, sir. Back then, if you had a members only jacket, you was the man. You was the fucking man. <laughs> Hey, shit, members only. If you had a members only, Jack, that's right. That was just like having the iPhone when it first came out. That's like, that's having the goddamn, like, a polo Versace back then. That's what a members only, Jack. Gold all back in my then. chains. Got yeah. Gold all in my rings. Wow. Oh, shit, J.Y. Look at, look at, look at Jim, man. Jim is a damn. Jim is a legend. I'm sorry. Yes, he is. All day. Jim is a legend. Jim is a legend, man. Yeah. He one of them other ones. I'm, I just want. I just want to shake his hand one time. Because if he had the day Starcast, I'm going. I, I just want to. I just want to shake his hand because I'm like you. You have voiced all of our childhoods, man. Damn it, man. Make a live vocal. And look at them pants. Look at the way they're shaking it in. They're not quite bell bottoms, but, uh-uh. <laughs> but they ain't They still them. gangster. They still gangster. Still gangster. Choking this shit. Look at them socks. <laughs> them socks and them boots, boy. Oh man. And uh but it was a real men though. He jumped up and kicked him in the throat. <laughs> the referees, they got on. They're fighting. Old the boy ring, got on pumas. Outside the ring. Yeah, what year is this? What, 80, it was 83 or 84? 84. I was nine years old. Well, right into the pole. <laughs> it's a slobber knocker, folks. That's right. Yeah, they, like they fighting for real. Me a south, baby. Who's that in the red right there? Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor. Oh. Terry Taylor was the man to me a south. Yes, he was. And, and yeah, wasn't at one the, point wasn't the U.S. Championship a medal instead of a belt? It, the the uh, no the, the TV title was the medal. Okay, the, so he's wearing a medal to the ring. ring. Yeah. Wow. It was that was that now that was a dumb the dumbest shit I've seen in wrestling. Wow, a medal. Yeah. Look like at the old look at the old computer look at the old computer graphics. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that was. Tough. I thought I was about to play the Oregon. Yeah. I thought they about to play the Oregon Trail for a second. I, you know what? I'm old enough to remember that. Check this out. That subject came up the other day. I've never played the Oregon Trail. Oh man, hey man, look, you ain't no old. Look, I, I'm I'm old enough to remember the Oregon Trail. I'm old enough to remember them damn old heavy ass Macintoshes. <laughs> okay. We used to have them in the classroom when I was in kindergarten. We used to play the Oregon. We used to get on there. They showed us how to do the flapping. The Oregon Trail was okay. Okay, ladies okay, and gentlemen. I'm going to show my age right now because I have no idea what the fuck y'all are talking about right now. You ain't never I, played I, the Oregon I, Trail. I've never seen it. No. I've I, I just heard about it. Everybody's like, you never played Oregon Trail? Apparently, you played what, it what? in school. You what played it in school and it was on a floppy disk. And get this. There's, a, never there's an updated version on PS5. Stop playing. I didn't have floppy disks when I was in school. I don't know the fuck else. Stop playing. I'm about to go because now nah, when we get off this call, I'm about to go find why I'd wait now. <laughs> so we get off this call, I'm about to go find it. Yeah, and he went no, you know, you, the, the computer ain't had no control. He had to use the uh, the keyboard. Brandon, yeah, I, I learned I, how to I'm type. Lost right now. I learned how to type on an actual fucking typewriter. Hey, when we was on that tour yesterday, we actually seen one. And so, like the little okay. young kids, you know like no, nah, we no, nah, it was actually we actually had we seen one. And so, what the, like, the little wait, young kids wait, on there, wait, we was like, wait, yo, wait, this wait, is what wait, we... wait, 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 yeah, wait. You never seen a typewriter before? Who me? Yeah. No, I, I've actually typed on one before. I'm talking about, I was, we showed the younger kids, they've never actually seen one, and one was like, I never thought they actually existed. I thought it was fake. I'm like, no. <laughs> what the This fuck? is an actual type. This is, I said, this is how you had to type your papers before Microsoft Word. You had to type, and then you had to shove that thing back to the side and go to the other way. There was no computer. Wow. The nigga lie over there, over there singing with them waist eyes on. Yeah, we had to put the remedy in, ribbon, all yep. that in, typewriter. <laughs> yep. and, and Lord help you if you made a mistake. <laughs> get, get, get the white out out. Actually, hey man, no, I, I actually used one before. Get the white hey man, out. They had a typewriter, they had a rotary phone. Yep, I used them all. I, you know, it, like I, I came on the tail end with people. You go to certain people's house and they still had them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. I thought I thought we were the shit when we got a cordless phone. Boy, me too, me too. Boy. And, and every one we had before hey. the antennas became stationary, we broke every one of them. I was just about to say that's that one. You had to pull that antenna all the way out. It'd be like eight feet in the air. <laughs> 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 Yeah, buddy. I like how they jumped out of the ring all scared. The ring announcer's like, all right, I'll get out of here. Hey. He's all chill. Look at ring announcer with a microphone, with a cord to it, looking like Bob Barker and shit. You are the next contestant on The Price is Right. Hey, man, I miss Bob Barker. That's my guy. I love him, boy. That's my dog. <laughs> if you really do like it like that, um, on uh, on Pluto, they've got, a, uh, they've got a station dedicated to the Barker era, Price is Right. For real? Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on one second. <laughs> I miss this shit, Kurt. I love it. I miss it. Damn, I miss hey, it. Man. Yeah. Like the the arena's dark. The lights are focused on the ring.
And that's right a little bit before uh, Nikolai went to WWF. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Junkyard Dog. Yeah, I was about to ask, did JYD go in 84 or 85? I think he went at the end. Was JYD in the first WrestleMania? Yeah. Whoa, Power Slam. The thump, as they called it. And and I don't know, I, I, I don't want to disparage the good name of, of JYD, but JYD just left uh, Mid-South high and dry. He did. He was just he like, did. I'm out. It was, to himself, he was like, I'm out. <laughs> he didn't tell any damn body else. The debut is almost here, folks. Dale Versi and Pat Rose. <laughs> Those are the two people we're, we're waiting for, folks. <laughs> but so far, I've been thoroughly entertained. It's, man, wrestling was wild back in the day, bro. Especially in Mid-South. I've been thoroughly entertained so far. Even with little jobber matches. <laughs> but that's the thing, man. That's why I didn't understand why dude was saying it was disrespectful to call enhancement talent jobbers. Like, that's what they do. They job. That's their job to get that guy over. That's it. Or let that guy get himself over. I hate these commercials. And it seems like they take forever to go by to. It'd only be like it's a minute. It's only a minute, but it feels like three hours. Right. Yes, Hill Club. It was it was great going back and watching that a uh, couple of weeks ago with you. I remember one time I worked at the airport. This this girl, they used to work on the concourse, tried to compare me to LL Cool J. And I'm like, you go get the fuck out of here. What the hell? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, first of all, I'm too goddamn dark. <laughs> Second of all, that's back when I was skinny. I'm like, I'm too small. You know, just, just just stop. Look at that Corvette. Here they are. I remember this. Who, I, rem- who <laughs> I remember this right here. They look like they, they, they look like they fresh out of high school. Hell yeah. And but but the thing is, they both been wrestling for like twenty years at that point. Stop yeah. fucking. No, playing. I'm not, I'm not yeah. literally saying twenty years, but they. Um, I think both of them started when they were like fifteen. Yeah, and this did that Corvette. What you're saying right now? This all this was taped in Memphis, if I'm not mistaken. Hey man, when I was riding through Memphis yesterday, I was just I was like, I wonder where Jared King Lawler is hanging out. <laughs> at. That's all I kept thinking about. Sure, I was going down Bill right Street and shit. Because all what they showing right now, all this is Memphis wrestling right here. That's Memphis. I was sitting. I was I was riding around. Well, we were riding around. I was like, I wonder where they used to wrestle at. Man, check this out. I remember it was around this time, 84, 85. I was in my bedroom watching uh, wrestling. And I loved the Rock and Roll Express. Took all my little bandanas and tied them on me like they do. My dad walks in my bedroom, just looks at me, shook his head, and walked right back out. <laughs> just like a day. <laughs> just like a day. He's just like, you know what? I ain't even. I'm not even going to ask. Yeah, all, all this is all this is Memphis footage right here. The Memphis Auditorium on Monday night. That's what this is right here. They come. 
the all the blood in the ring, Brandon? Yeah. Oh, that's blood in the ring. God damn. Well, they did a whole lot of bleeding, boy. Yeah, it's Memphis. That's all they did was bleed. Shit. Well, hey, look at that damn look, look at that Corvette. Look at this mic he got. <laughs> I got another dude wearing white trunks in the ring. I don't get it. Dale, Dale, Versi, and That's Pat weird. Rose. Pat <laughs> Rose. There we go, folks. The, the debut of Dale. I guess Versi. I thought it was Pete Rose. Dale, Versi, <laughs> and Pat Rose. Here they come. Here they come. They look and short. Look at them women. Them women going and, crazy for them, man. And, and a year and a half from now, they're going to be the hottest tag team in the world. They were on fire. In the high school gym somewhere? Yeah, that's where they. That's where they. That's me and South High School gym. Go back. You think that's that's something, Brandon? Go back and find some old UWF when Bill Watts started UWF. They're like, they're legitimately in a high school gym filming some of that shit, and it was on TV. Wow! Look, shoulder shoulder block from who? That way, bro. They only look the same. <laughs> I mean, they're like they're like sixty five, seventy now. But I'm just saying, they look like they were like sixteen, seventeen years old right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, they're baby faces. Yeah, the youngins, as they as they say. Man, I bet you they had the time of their fucking life, Man, boy. I, yeah. They they were covered boy, in pussy. I yeah. just, I wasn't gonna go there, but they were. I oh my god! I bet they had the time. And, I and, think at one point in time it was probably them and Ric Flair going neck going neck and neck all day every night. That's, that's exactly what it was. And all every there, night. And there are legendary stories about yes, Robert. They are. Yes, they are. About who? About Robert. Robert Gibson. Yeah, oh, yeah, I heard. I've I've, I've heard. That, that was hilarious. Hey. And then, when they and then the WWE created it. Well, was it the WWE or the AWA who created the Rockers? AWA was was the Midnight Rockers, mm. and then got copycat off of them. You see, I almost bust his ass trying to get in the ring. <laughs> what do you expect, man? I'm just here to get a paycheck. <laughs> I I want. I think those guys are making like fifty bucks a night. Yeah. There you go. Kick. And that's the finisher, oh. boys and girls. Yeah, the double drop kick. I thought that was a terrible move. He got it. in the rings. Oh, no, I don't want none of this damn shit. You just lost the damn match for you. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I, I'll see you in the locker room. Now, see, now today in the WWE, this has been a five-segment match. And it's a <laughs> yeah. debut match. Masaito and John King up next. Never heard of John King in my life. John King. Mm-mm-mm. Oh boy, got in the ring. He's just like, oh hell, no! Nah, but you bigger than him. <laughs> How you gotta go kick him in the knee? It's off with. Damn. These commercials suck, right? Bro, why are they making another? I don't know if y'all had Jurassic Park on y'all thing. I'm like, why are they making a Jurassic Park? Another Jurassic Park? Why? I didn't like. I'm not a fan of those movies. Like, I don't hate them. They're not terrible, I, but I just I don't give a shit about them. Yeah, never seen. Are you making another giraffe? Why are you making another movie about dinosaurs? I've never now, seen him, yeah. now, 
that last guy that was it? Yeah, that last Godzilla movie. Yeah, I gotta watch that shit. They did yeah, the Japanese version that. of it, man. That was awesome. That was I like, awesome. I like the 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 Godzilla that came out several years ago. They had um, Brian Cranston in it, the dude from Breaking Bad. Yeah. I like yeah. that one. I tried to watch King of the Monsters and was bored like 15 minutes in, and then I gave up on everything else. I didn't like Kong. Check out. Check out the last. It's a Godzilla they just put out a couple months ago. Actually, around Christmas. And it was a jet. It was jet. It was in Japanese with subtitles. That movie was fucking awesome. I'll check it out. I ain't it was. It was fucking awesome. I, I didn't. I didn't expect much from it, but it was fucking awesome. Ito don't look like much, but he was a bad dude. My, hey man, <laughs> telling the woke. He looking like man, why'd you hit me like that? <laughs> Hill Club said he much rather watch the remake of X Men '97. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I saw the commercial for that the other day. I'm like, so they're going to finish that whole series or something? It's another another X Men I grew up on. I, I, have, up on I have lost track of all the damn Marvel movies. No, they, no, the X Men '97. You, I don't know if you remember the cartoon, the X Men, but they're I, um, finish, I think they're finishing the the uh, the series. I think. Ah, okay. Yeah, because that was like that string of Marvel cartoons. When Marvel had all them, all them damn cartoons, mm-hmm. Spider Man, X Men, Fantastic Four, Avengers. Hey man, there's nothing like old school Iron Man cartoon from the '60s. Hey, hey man, that shit is Spider-Man gold. Too. Yeah, gold. I've seen them all. <laughs> yep, gold. Ooh. Look at hey, John Moxley. Look, this is what selling looks like. John Moxley don't sell. He's Superman. <laughs> that, that's my entire point. <laughs> he's super. He's, he, he, he. Uh, you know, he, 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 he make fo- He's, he's make. He's the new age Mick Foley. But <laughs> hey, hell, Mick Foley sold. Hey man, check this out. I was listening to Cornette break down one of the episodes of Dynamite, and he shit all over uh, Hangman. He said Hangman took the the dead eye from Swerve, jumped right up on the apron, and tried to do the buckshot like nothing ever happened. <laughs> shit Mm-mm-mm. all over him. <laughs> Lanny Poffo. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We get Robert Gibson and Poffo in one night? Yep. <laughs> and another commercial. Kurt, Kurt caught that. <laughs> All right, so uh, help me out because I'm lost. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll be on commercial break. All right. Let how, how can I delicately explain this? Um, Just you, explain it. You oh, okay? Well, you know they say what Lanny Poffo could do, right? No. Oh, yeah. Well, that would lead you to believe it was of a. Uh, Larger size, or at least length. Right. Same thing you said about Robert Gibson. If 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 memory serves me right, they said Robert Gibson could wrap his around his wrist. That's just fucking insane. And then it's like, I want to try to quote this right. <laughs> That's just insane. And they say that, that Colonel Parker was one too. 
That's just in that's pause. That's just insane. <laughs> Look at what I can do. That's just insane. What? Okay. Because look, I'm telling you now. Butch Reed, the creator of Netflix, and he's over in Florida. (laughs) He created Netflix and he's over in Florida. All right, help me out with that one. Because it sounds funny, but I'm like, okay, how do you know what it is? I'm laughing at. Because it sounds funny. Uh, I like Butch Reed, though. So Conrad Thompson and Tony Giovanni came up with an inside joke because they said you can make any, you can say anything and then um, Wikipedia would just automatically put it on there like it's true. <laughs> so, so Conrad Thompson and Tony Giovanni just kept saying, "Hey, you know Bush Reed founded Netflix," <laughs> and they kept saying it and. Sure shit. If you go on Wikipedia, it got on there. Butch Reed is the owner and founder of Netflix. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, and you know he's over in Florida. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. They, they, just, they is, just kept saying the shit. For that the, is hilarious. Hey, man. Because I was like, in my car, the first time they said I was like, damn, I ain't no Butch Third <laughs> and, and then it hit me like it, it hit me like Kurt, wake the fuck up. He didn't find Netflix. Man, I'm telling you, Brandon, the early days of are are hilarious. They're still funny, hey, but there's nothing yeah. like those early days. No. Oh my god. Hey man, Netflix was the best. Hey, look, listen. That's when it was Netflix and that's when it was Netflix and chill for real. Yeah. Walk up in there with them damn DVDs, boy. You already knew what time it was, mate. <laughs> hey man. Get you by hey, get you get you about three of them. And he's over in Florida. Hey man. I never knew Netflix was a DVD service because I always went to Blockbuster back in the day. Yeah. You said what now? I said I, I never knew Netflix was a DVD service back then. I always just went to Blockbuster, yeah, and the yeah, other I one they went out of business. Hey man, my best yeah, friend here, put me on Netflix. Here, here so what was, the, what was the other? What was the other DVD service that went out of business? It, it was Redbox. This, no, no, no. It, no, it was um, before Redbox. It was uh, Black and Gold. Uh, no, I don't know. I can't remember that one. But here, here's yeah. another funny thing about Netflix. Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix. I, I remember and they that. didn't do it. And they were like, nah, we're good. And then like two years later, they're out of business and Blockbuster's worth like, or uh, Netflix is worth like a billion dollars hey, less now. Like, going nah. to Blockbuster on a Friday night, especially you, before you going on break for school. I hated Blockbuster. Oh, man. I just hate waiting in line. I, I would I would I, because nothing was ever in there. Their prices were high. I'd much rather go to a mom and pop video store. I used to do that as well. Oh, you missed the drop kick, buddy. I remember this. This is my blockbuster story. So my dad bought me a game, a Nintendo GameCube for Christmas, but he thought. <laughs> He thought that the game, cause you know, on the back of the, uh, the gaming console box when you first bought it, it used to have like a list of games for that console. Mm-hmm. 
So my dad thought that all the games were already loaded onto the console. He ain't had to buy no game. (laughs) And so I had to go on Christmas. I had to go to Blockbuster the day after Christmas. I had to go to Blockbuster to go rent a game. I called Curtis. This is about maybe 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. Kurt did sleep. And I was like, uh, what time Blockbuster open? 10 o'clock. <laughs> and got there and couldn't find the damn, I was maybe 12 years old. Got there and couldn't find, I, I couldn't, I couldn't find shit. The lady had to come from behind the register and help me out. Cause she was so frustrated. Cause I was like, where the damn, I'm like, where the damn GameCube games at? She's like, hey, over there, but she wasn't pointing in the right direction. Like, I'm one of those people, like, you gotta actually, like, show me. And she finally, and I finally got me a game. Ended up getting time splitters and kept it. I never took it back. I did that with a, uh, with a Redbox game one time. Yep. And, I, and I subsequently got billed for it, too. <laughs> yep. No, I never, man, I went and got that guy. I never took that damn game back. I don't know who got billed for it, but it wasn't me handle no job. <laughs> Hollywood video. I'm just That's it, yeah. Yes. I forgot Hollywood all I forgot video. all about them. I used to Hollywood love video. I loved Hollywood. Hey man, it used to be a Hollywood. Hollywood video. That's that hey. was the one. Man, look, it used to be a Hollywood video on Calla Road, boy. I don't know how they got uh put out. I don't know how they didn't capitalize on the mo- the movement mm-hmm. back then. No, no, yeah, Hollywood, we used to go to that Hollywood video over there on Candler Road, over there on uh, Candler and McAfee. Yeah, Hollywood yep. video, because they had one, uh, actually they had one over here when we first moved over here. Sure did. It was right, the, the, the laundromat is right by Walmart now. That yeah. used to be a Hollywood video. That was a Hollywood video. I remember that. I remember that because I remember I, I think we rented some movies from over there one time. Yeah, that was Hollywood video. Yeah, I just think we've been here. That was six what sixteen years ago. It's been a long time. God damn. Yeah, and it's gone. Kurt, something just hit me seeing Darso come in the ring and hold up that flag. Repo Man. Ain't that Repo Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, and that's also Crusher Khrushchev and them, the guy that was in Demolition. Okay, Chris. But some, something Smash. when he held Smash. up that flag. Whatever. Now, I'm sure he's learned about it in class, but Brandon doesn't even know what the USSR and the Soviet Union is. Yes, I do. No, I mean, that's why I said you've heard about it in class. Yeah. But by the time you were old enough like to know, no, that, that shit was over. Oh, yeah, it was over with. I remember them taking down the wall in Berlin. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Damn. You well, I tell my um, I told my story. I said, I said, I said, you know, Russia wasn't always Russia. No. When were you born, Brandon? Ninety. They tore that down in '88. Did they run the wall? Didn't it was either '88 or '89. Yeah, I was about to say the wall was like '88, '89. Because I remember, I remember learning about, I remember learning about that in school. Fair. The Iron Curtain. Fair. Yeah, I remember. I remember learning about that, and they they tore the wall down in Russia. Was it 88? That's like 80. I think it, I want to say it was 89. Cause they showed us a whole damn video about that. <laughs> now I remember, I remember that. God damn. Like, I'm sitting here doing a podcast. They, like, they said, kick our ass. I was like, damn. <laughs> 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 Shit. Man, they ain't even they a wasn't no fucking joke, boy. Soviet Union. 
They said, it was so, it's so, you ain't with no fucking joke. And then, and then, you know, that's what, um, was it Rocky three? Four. With Drag, was it Rocky three or Rocky four? Four. With Drago in it and from the Soviet Union, he killed Apollo Creed and all yep. it. I went to Man, shot, uh, bro, rest in peace to Carl Weathers. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, hey, man. The damn Soviet, they, they, damn Soviets wasn't no, they wasn't no joke. And it was like every wrestling promotion had Germans, Russians, and Japanese as the bad guys. Exactly. Make money that way. <laughs> USA! USA! Yeah, I remember when they made Sarge Slaughter a damn Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah, and do you know that there's a story that they pitched the idea to him to burn the American flag. He was like, nope, I'll burn a Hogan t-shirt. <laughs> right. Cause he knew that they tried to kill him. Yeah, yeah. That was like at the height of the Gulf War too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Is this the end of it? That's it. Yeah, this is the end of it. That's all she wrote, folks. Yep. Until next week. <laughs> One hour, forty-five minutes, sir. Well, forty-five minutes. Well, no, commercials. 45 all right folks that was uh that was it and uh folks joining us <laughs> i'm very sorry if y'all got if y'all got bored by our sidetrack conversations <laughs> i think they were i thought they were very entertaining i, I, I did I as well so too, i did as well um so and now i'm about to sit in here and watch some mid-south tonight so now yeah. uh let's see Wait, did we let's, talk about uh, the rock the elimination chamber, right? Yeah. Elimination chamber. What we may have to do, though, is take a break and come back for that because we've got seven right. minutes. I think we can do this in seven minutes. Okay. Give me a second. Did we um? Did we talk about? Did we talk about the rock promo no. and all it? No. Go ahead and do that now while I'm pulling up the the card for elimination. I got the I got the card about oh, that. Okay. That's right. Yeah, okay. Shut the fuck. But uh, but basically, in a nutshell, since we only got seven minutes, in a nutshell, the rock just joined the bloodline. And um, we are on the and the Rock is back to being the Hollywood Rock and the Rock from not the corporate Rock, but that 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 Rock that turn that Rock that transition from the nation to the corporation and the after nah shit nah 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 all right sir you know what I'm trying to say <laughs> the Rock is a heel yeah he is a heel and I love it I love it. yeah I love everything. he came he came out with a five he came out with a five hundred dollar shirt. Versace shirt back with yes. the with the two chains and and the I shades and, and I loved it. Did y'all see what Ricky Starks did? Ricky Ricky Starks posted on Twitter: "The influence is free. You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh and then the rock and then the rock had the line of the night. He told us he went and look, looked at the crowd. Told this dude he'll slap the herpes off his face. <laughs> God damn! Right. All right. Let's let's get to uh, let's get to elimination chamber. Um, Real Ripley Kurt, versus Nia Jax. Real Ripley versus Nia Jax. Who you got, Ryan? Uh, I've got Rhea. Wait, you said say that again. I'm sorry. Rhea Ripley versus Nia oh, Jax. That's what I, that's what I, I just want to be sure. Rhea Ripley. Who you got, Brandon? Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Uh, next. Undisputed uh, tag team championship, uh, Judgment Day versus uh, 
Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates. I actually think that uh, Judgment Day is going to lose. So I'll take Pete Dunne and I can't remember his name. The other dude. <laughs> Pete Dunne, Tyler Bates. Yes, sir. Thank you. Every time, this is horrible, but every time I hear the name, I think Master B. Yeah. I'm not touching that. Ju- uh, 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 Judgment Day, Kurt. I, I got Brandon flabbergasted. <laughs> Pause. Uh, Women's Elimination Chamber. Becky Lynch, Bianca, Leah Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and then they got a to be announced. Who is that? Do y'all know who that is? Jay Cargill. Hey, that may be a good pick. Um, Jay Cargill. But for the Women's Elimination Chamber, I'm going to say. Uh, Becky Lynch. I don't want it to be, but I think that's who it's going to be. What do you got, Brandon? Becky Lynch. I'm going to go with Bianca. Ben. Drew McIntyre, Rodney Orton, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul. I think the L.A. Knight comes out of that the winner. Yeah. Uh, I got, I got Drew, I got Drew McIntyre. I'm with Ron L.A. Knight. We'll win in. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah, because I know it's a, it's another short uh, pay per view. That's it. Them damn, them, the, those elimination chambers are gonna go by the hour. Yeah, and, and just it. looking looking at the men's elimination chamber. Eh. I don't think it's going to be as. I think it's going to be Drew Mc. I think it's going to be Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I think LA Knight going to win it. Yeah, I think they. I think they're going to put a title on LA Knight at some point. Yes, I agree. They, they, they got to. They got to. And I think. I think he's going to win this, and he's, I think he's going to be Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, I think. That, right. I think. You, he's too hot right now. Yeah, and and like. In my opinion, he's done that all himself. Like, yeah. Of course, they gave him the LA Knight name and all that stuff, but like he got himself over. He turned shit into chicken sap. Yes, sir. All right. He'll 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 club says let's not forget about a cash in. But I, you know what? That cash in might come at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't. We'll, we'll talk about that down the line. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, because they're they're in danger of dragging on on way too long. Yeah. Right. So, because you, I think. But then everybody's forgot about it too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. Everybody's forgot about it, so it's like once it comes, it's like oh shit, because nobody's they're gonna do it with nobody at least with everybody at least suspected. Be, be funny yeah. as shit. <laughs> be funny as shit if. Uh, uh, Roman and Cody are having a match. Cody gets knocked out of the ring, and Roman's down. He slots in there and catches in and wins the title. Nobody saw that coming. Everybody pissed the fuck off. Yes, that place would riot. Oh, shit. All right, folks, that's all we got for tonight. Um, We had a really good time. Um, I hope you all did, too. We'll be back next Sunday at 7.05, hopefully. Um, (laughs) And uh, for all the new people that joined tonight, thank you. Please come back. We appreciate it. 
Uh, we try to keep up with the with the comments as the show is going on, but sometimes that's just it doesn't happen. So don't think we're ignoring you. I saw Bobby when he when he asked to come on, but uh, anyway, Kurt, what you got to say to the people real quick? I have a good uh, evening and uh, have a good week. Be safe. All right, Brandon. Hey, say y'all have a good week. All right, y'all have a good week, and we'll see y'all next week at seven o five. Kurt, send us out of here, please, sir. Peace. Peace. See y'all later.